Barclays Bank and Britain's Serious Fraud Office remain at loggerheads over the terms of a 2008 capital raising which saw Qatar invest £5.8 billion in Barclays shares. I'm Patrick Jenkins, the FT's financial editor. I'm here with Caroline Binham, the FT's financial regulation correspondent, to discuss the latest developments in this case. Caroline, this is an old running saga. Maybe remind our listeners what this is about and what's new. This is about what was really going on at the time of Barclays' emergency cash call during the financial crisis. You'll remember that Barclays turned to Qatar in late 2008 in order to stave off any government rescue, which befell many of their UK rivals at the time. The SFO has been investigating the ins and outs of that deal for about the last two years, and that follows action by the UK regulator, it has already said that it would like to fine Barclays £50 million, but the bank will be contesting those findings. What's happened is that there has been a gagging order that's been lifted by the Crown Court over the reporting and even the mere mention of a secret two-day hearing in July. This was about whether key evidence in the case can be accessed by the SFO. Barclays says not, because this key material is covered by what's known as legal professional privilege, Normally, any advice that a lawyer gives to his client would be confidential, even in a criminal probe. The exception to this is what's called the fraud exception, and that's when it can be shown that lawyers were in on the alleged fraud. That's pertinent in this case, just because it can be noted that two of Barclays' most senior lawyers on the deal at the time, Mark Harding and Judith Shepard, have both been interviewed under caution by the SFO previously. It should be noted that no charges have been filed either against Mr Harding or Miss Shepherd or indeed any of the around 12 former Barclays employees that have been interviewed under caution so far. And you'll remember that includes Bob Diamond and John Varley, former chief executives, and Barclays itself denies wrongdoing in this matter. It's all very intricate and potentially very damaging, I suppose, and costly for Barclays. But how does today's news take us on? Does it take us any closer to a resolution? Well, I think that's the interesting thing. Earlier this summer, there were reports that the SFO had mooted what's called a deferred prosecution agreement with Barclays. That's a US-style plea deal, whereby any charges are suspended and the bank would essentially pay a fine. Anything where you've got a long-standing, fraught legal battle that's being now arbitrated by a Crown Court judge to decide even just a technical issue would suggest that any kind of resolution through a DPA might be some way off and indeed quite a myth. And indeed, the SFA might be readying their armoury for full corporate charges. Doesn't sound good for Barclays. Well, we'll keep a close watch on that in the weeks and months ahead. Thank you, Caroline. If you enjoyed this podcast, you might enjoy the FT's Banking Weekly. You can find this every Tuesday at ft.com slash podcasts.